Hey, this is Vanessa. This is Carlos. And you're listening to Retro Ad Review. This is a podcast where we select a couple of random old TV commercials and review them. So if you like commercials, listen in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Retro Ad Review. Hello. How's it going? Good. So what are we what are we looking at today? We are looking at video game commercials, but they have a specific theme of having rap in them. Which, in case you didn't know, rap is still very popular, but it was it was kind of a novelty in the mainstream, um, I suppose, in like in the 80s and early 90s. So a lot of commercials, especially ones targeted at kids, because I guess rap was kind of friendly enough to be adopted at that stage. A lot of commercials for kids had some form of rap in it. So it would be like, like rap and rock and Barbie, rap and rock and Barbie. Here's rap and rock and Barbie. You can sing along. Cause with her boom box, you can rap a song. Yeah, so, something like that. So when did rap become like the mainstream of the mainstream? Because I remember uh, it was a niche when we were kids in like the 80s and 90s, but it was not as huge, huge as it was. Yeah, I mean. I guess the mid 90s with who they say the best rappers are, Tupac and Biggie. Mm-hmm. But I guess in the 2000s, it kind of replaced. Yeah, what, like so it's kind of, it's like hip hop, hip hop, hip hop and rap kind of became, I feel like the turning point was, I have it in my mind, 2003. Because if you listen to like the top 40 consistently, like at the top in the top 10, most of the things end up being some form of hip hop rap. So I say hip hop and hip hop is not exactly it's not the same or anything like that. But, you know, it'll have something featuring someone doing rap, doing a, a verse or whatever it is. Um, so I think it was in that period where it really took off and rock just went and exploded and it never came back. Um, <laughs> so I think it was roughly around then. But that's just my uh, kind of view. But this is mainstream. Right. So um mainstream like in the 90s okay so rap kind of existed in the what mid like late 70s or something and it was still kind of underground in the 80s and then at some point it kind of became cool but it was sanitized um for children to consume so you and because rap was just kind of like in that era so you'd hear a lot of that um I'm something, something, and I'm here to say, I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. I'm the master rapper, and I'm here to say, I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. Um, so you'd hear that kind of stuff happening a lot, and it was just easy to adopt and to make into like um, something for a commercial to sell a product. So it had... Well, it was mainstream uh, enough for the commercials to adopt. Yeah, it had uncoupled itself especially when you got to like NWA and all that kind of stuff from bad rap to like fun rap where old people can do it. So that's all to say that video games, traditionally nerdy space um, and child space uh, adopted some kind of rap elements for their commercials. So with that, we're going to jump into the first commercial. Let's go. 
Did you see the latest Nintendo newsletter? Whoa, nice graphics. I'd like to get my hands on that game. You mean you haven't played it yet? We can play it on my Nintendo Entertainment System. It's the Legend of Zelda, and it's really rad. Those creatures from Ganon are pretty bad. Octorok's Tech Tech's levers, too. But with your help, our hero falls through. Yeah, go, Link. Yeah, get some. Awesome. Intense. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Your parents help you hook it up. The Legend of Zelda sold separately. That was really bad. Like, okay, just <laughs> fair warning to everyone. All of, actually, no. Um, the last one's not ter- not the worst in the world, but th- they're not good. They- these raps are bad. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to run through what it is. In the commercial, it's two boys sitting on a couch. One's like an uber nerd. Like he's yeah. dressed like with like 60s glasses and is wearing a white shirt and a tie. And pa- like he looks like he works in an office in the 1950s or 60s. So that's just weird. I don't really understand what they were going for there. And also, I think they dyed that poor boy's hair blonde because it looks really fake. <laughs> um, anyway, whatever. It's a nerd and a boy in a jean jacket. And they're looking they're looking at um, a magazine. And then they start talking about Zelda. And the nerd puts in Zelda in the Nintendo Entertainment System. And then the rap starts. And in the rap, it's just showing us clips of the Zelda game. But who's uh, rapping? I don't know. An and I Over think... voice or the nerd or the, the average kid? I don't know. And I think it might be the nerd. I just assume it's the nerd because of how bad it is. But it could just be the regular kid because back then maybe like rapping was cool. So the cool kid was the only one who could rap and the nerd could. So who's the who's the one that's beatboxing? I don't know. <laughs> so just to explain to your dear listener, um, we can't see who's rapping. It's just showing gameplay and the kids playing. So it's not actually showing us someone rapping. It's just music played over the commercial. Um uh, the one thing I have to say about this commercial. Why does it have a super nerd kid though? I don't like, know. It just of... it had two average kids playing. Yeah, it, it just has a really, really nerdy kid. And I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think he was like a common, like, you know, like a, a mascot almost. You know, when you're watching a commercial and it's like, like Urkel oh, like, was guy. a nerd at that era. I don't know. But not really. Like, it just doesn't. I mean, no, I, later on, I'm just saying, I guess that. They... The 80s had that 50s thing. Maybe they just threw back that this nerd also played. The... I guess because video games are considered electronic and nerdy. Maybe. I mean, th- this is kind of the tricky part about it because, like, I think video games were nerdy, but they were also for children. Like, I think video games have finally gotten out of that zone. Although I saw a joke. <laughs> I saw a joke about that the other day. That what? I was watching some dumb movie on Netflix and then some guy was saying something about games and then the guy goes, I don't play games. I sleep with women or something like that. And it was just like, this is a really old joke to be making. Like, it's not even like everyone plays like Call of Duty. (laughs) When everyone's on their phone, it's like, don't you talk to each other? Yeah, it was just really cliched and it didn't make any sense because games are mainstream. So I guess this is a transitional period. No. He's like, hey, look at that. It was a nerd uh, thing. It was a nerd um, thing that nerds play. And then it could have average I, I kids can't. in jean jackets. And we're also trying to integrate the rap that's getting popular now. 
maybe i don't know because i don't necessarily think games were games were still pretty entrenched in children and nerd. like we're looking at a child we're looking at children and we're looking at a nerd like i don't think i don't because th- this is what when what year is this like 1989 like yeah games were what had only the been nintendo a- came out in 85 and exactly everyone so- wanted to play it so we're not really in that entrenched zone of where I think it happened probably in the 90s of like video games are for pure nerd, like where, you know, it hit the, the heights of that. Maybe it had, it had already started. What? Then I don't remember the 90s being too, this is for nerds. I, I think so. I think the 90s was like nerd like um if you play video games that's for kids or for nerds i only think we got out of that zone in the like late 2000s i remember like the 80s i think they had that too that's why they had this nerd guy but they had like video game teams i feel like video games hadn't yet found their place in where they kind of landed on the cool spectrum i'm not sure i mean we're both kind of guessing here i just I, ju- I think the only reason we're talking about this is because why is this like nerd child Super here? Nerd, self-focal nerd. But, yeah. but he looks like he's from the 60s. I don't actually understand it at all. Like, okay, stepping away from the nerd chat, the other part that I find is terrible about this commercial is not just the rap, but it makes the gameplay look really boring. Like the rap itself isn't good and it put over the gameplay is... It just looks boring. Like everything looks really boring. It's like the it's like um, it's the Legend yeah. of Zelda, and it's really rad. Like it's just why don't they have it like some more like like some deep voice guys like you travel deep into the dungeon oh and you could relate it to kids somehow. It's like stand well, up okay. to your your fears or something, and then ooh, I, I think they've done a lot of different. Weird. We're only talking about one particular ad. Like they're, I know, but what what does it do? I think they're just trying to tap into like a a movement of that time, which was rapping. So I but think the this rap is, isn't that good. But none of the rap. Now, how is that good. appealing? Like none of the rap was good whenever it was made for commercials, which will show in the next commercial as well. But like this commercial, <laughs> this commercial's bad. They got like the fat boys playing this commercial. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Again, I think but it's like some kid that just like lulling through the song. We're at the beginning of using rap for commercials. So like, okay, I'm rapping rock and Barney and I'm here to say, or is it rap and rock? I don't know, whatever. The one with the Fruity Pebbles commercial. Like it's also just kind of generic and basic. Like, you know, there was that period of like old people rapping. That was the thing as well. So like, I think this hadn't yet, like, I think this was fine to do. I just remember it was the early 80s had, like, the first raps that appeared. The mainstream, then the mid-80s had some stuff. And the, yeah, the early so, 90s so- had that, like, gangster stuff. And then beyond that, beyond that's when I more remember. And it was, like, everywhere. Yeah. I, I, I think with this anyway, it's just, like, it's a kid rapping. Everyone could rap, and they just let anyone rap back then when it came to commercials. So that's why all the rap songs in commercials all had the same cadence, because it was the exact same. But and I'm here to was say. It, why not put someone cool there, though? Like, even just some generic guy. Because they had another 
rap. No. Yeah, no. they did another rap one, but I think that was a little bit later. And I think maybe they had kind of figured it out. I don't really know what this commercial is going for <laughs> because it could potentially be an ironic commercial, but this was before the age of irony. So it isn't. This commercial is just a mess. This I don't get it. Like Zelda looks really boring. Like I would never want to play it. Like I like Zelda, but I would never want to play, play it based on this commercial because this commercial is boring. Anyway, I, 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 you know what's weird? I watched this commercial. I thought it was funny and I enjoyed it. But watching it again, I'm like, this is a bad commercial and I don't like it. I like how the, the end, how they used to say that. It's like, oh, uh, your parents helped set, set it up. Yeah, but what is that? They're the ones who probably have trouble with it yeah well our parents helped set it up so like unless they were coming off the atari and they knew how to work it by then speaking of the atari um our next commercial because i think we've slated that one enough um is this atari commercial so let's hear this one maybe it'll be better maybe not the fun is back. Oh, yes, sirree. It's the 2600 from Atari. It's the video system with classics galore. From space invaders to cars that roar. A real hip joystick controls the screen. Solaris is hot and midnight magic's mean. And one more thing, it's got a special low price. Under 50 bucks. 50 bucks? Now, isn't that nice? The fun is back. Oh, yes, sirree. It's the 2600 from Atari. <laughs> Atari. Okay, uh, my comment on um, just to briefly go over this commercial, it just shows a kid playing the Atari and varying angles of the Atari and varying angles of a game and Atari and games and kids playing it, and that's it. So, like, it's it's yeah, but it has also those graphics, like the very beginning is like this graphic, like flying in. Oh, yeah, it's like fun is back, fun is back. Oh, yeah, the graphics that come up are the fun is back and under $50. So, um, so yes, that's the commercial. So, this kid is like what playing? So, okay, it seems like there's a few kids, one of them is like tonguing the side of his cheek. Yeah, he's, he's really he's really enthralled into, into his game. He's like, oh, I have to beat these space invaders or whatever. Um, I think, I think this one compared to the other one, he has I a jawbreaker have, in his mouth. I have more time for this commercial because I think maybe because there's more production value with the song, even though the song still clearly sucks. Um, I always like those like drum machine drum beats but right at there. least they put a drum machine and everything visually <laughs> that's going on in this commercial makes me interested because it's like games are flashing in front of you kids are kind of moving so you prefer this this uh this production value to acapella rap yes of zelda yes <laughs> highly like these games look significantly worse in terms of like the quality like they don't look good they don't look as good as zelda even though zelda you know looking at it now it's not great but like they're clearly lower quality, but I'm still far more interested in them because the commercial at least feels a bit more dynamic and doesn't leave me perplexed because the other one I've left and I don't know what's happening. So um, like how so, like the dad or whoever comes in at the end is like shocked. He's like, what are you guys doing? Didn't he help set them up? <laughs> uh, well, OK, so why is was $50 is pretty cheap back then for the console? Is that what they're saying? yeah that's very cheap that's very cheap i bet you can't even get atari now for that cheap so yeah probably 
Well, so, how to... what's the inflation rate back then? <laughs> I guess that's true. Well, what what while I look that up, uh, tell us a bit about the Atari because we had one, didn't we? I don't think we ever did, but yeah, I think our dad's friend gave it to him, and we played it a few times, but we right. never had it during its heyday because we grew up later on with the 16-bit era. Yeah, well, we grew up in the 16-bit era. Like, I think that's kind of our cement zone, but we had an NES. Like, we got it in, like, yeah, but 89 or whatever. 90. 90? Yeah. Um, Joe got 90 the Christmas, I think. Um. Anyway, the reason it was so cheap, because of the, the history of Atari, it ruled the video game market in the 70s, and it was going at the 80s. But they didn't have seal of quality. And they just let anyone produce anything. And, and then the final nails in the coffin were the were the E.T. game. They, oh, they tried yes. to make it licensed for the holiday. And I think like one guy was just working on it the whole time. <laughs> but he had such a crunch time that he couldn't finish it well. So that when people bought that and the anticipated arcade to console Pac-Man, in 83, the video game market crashed because they were like, this is all cheap. This is all bad. Wait, like, what I'm year was the crash? 1983. Right, okay. 1983. Wow. So that spelled a bunch of trouble for Atari. And then later on in 1985, Nintendo was trying to break into the market, but people were afraid of, um, retailers were afraid of selling like this type of entertainment thing, a video game system when the crash happened. And like, how are we going to put this up? Mm -hmm. Then... Nintendo snuck in the Rob toy, the Rob the robot, and they were Rob. like, it's a toy. Oh, Rob. Rob the robot, it's a toy. So they were selling it as toys. And then when Nintendo came in with like the Super Mario Brothers game as a packing game, it was like, wow, this game is, this is the best thing ever. And it revitalized the whole industry. So Atari was trying to catch up. Around 1984, they tried to like salvage past the crash and they released the Atari 5200 and it was a like, super huge, it like weighed a ton. <laughs> And it wasn't backwards compatible. And it, oh, no. the joystick, they were like, it can move eight directions, but it didn't center itself. So it was really hard to, to function the thing. So they just scrapped it. It was like two years on the market or something. Something oh, really God, low. That's... And then they put the 7800, which was kind of like an updated 2600. So the, the company traded hands with different divisions because of the financial trouble mm -hmm. so in the late 80s they were like the 2600 was the best we got because it sold like 30 million units oh so oh no. let's just shove the price way down see what we can do i feel really bad for atari so this is like and their old final. system like their proper old system yeah and then they were trying to like re because everything else was sucking they were like let's Let's trot out our best one again, but at a cheaper price. Yeah. That's bad. Way cheaper. And it, it was, was like $199 at the beginning. And it was like almost a thousand, like $800 for inflation today. Wait, hold on. So a hundred. Like price adjusting. How much was it? $199 in, I don't know what year it started. 70 something. 90, let's just say 79 for the sake of it. So $200 okay. and 79 is about $800. That's a lot of money, Jesus. Imagine yeah. $800 for a system. I mean, we're in the 600s now, probably. 
still though so so all right so compare that 199 let's just say in 1979 which is about 755 dollars ish now and then they said it's 50 dollars in 1986 which is 118 dollars whoa that's, that's like insane but it's like an eighth of the price um oh my gosh yeah that's not a good look so um, the, the wow. 2600 and the whole family just died in 1992 oh that's what and it was all et's fault uh, that's what gets blamed a lot for the the crash, but it's just because they had no seal of quality. That's why Nintendo learned they put their seal of quality, even though that was very questionable because they had <laughs> weird games like a boy and his blob and stuff. Oh yeah, that's because that's quality apparently. Hmm. Afterwards, Atari tried to get in with the in the nineties with the Jaguar. They had they switched from numbers to cats, like the Lynx and the Jaguar, and where <laughs> they were gonna make. Uh, but the Jaguar, even though it was 64 bits, it, it still couldn't compete with the two big ones, which was uh, Sega, Nintendo, Nintendo. Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Mm. And then Sega. the PlayStation was just around the corner. So that was going to kill everything, um, yeah. which makes me really, you know, respect the Xbox for actually, you know, carving its space. Now, it had the behemoth of it's a Microsoft thing. But, like, do you remember the Zune? The Zune didn't do well, even though it had Microsoft yeah, behind exactly. it. So, like, That's it's it it's impressive that the Xbox, like, made itself into what it was. Because, like, to to come as a brand new player with, like, no history in the field and just make and it, it also kind of all spies is impressive. And I also kind of matured games because uh, everyone was like, what's the mascot for this going to be? And they were like trotting out little like Bubsy hats and cute things. And then it turned out to be Master Chief and it, that like became uh, the hallmark of the system. And I was like, oh, yeah, bigger kid stuff. With That's that. when I started seeing like G4 and stuff starting to promote teams and land parties and all that other stuff. So I guess at that time it was le- getting less kiddish and now it's like you got the whole freaking esports things that are pretty big i think so i think they're the the playstation interestingly i feel like the playstation was kind of like this bridge zone where it had like a bunch of the toy stuff which actually this is probably a good segue into the next yeah, one. The cd player but it was kind of rap. You could play fun silly things but then you had like metal gear solid and I don't know, I'm trying to think of something else. But like you had those kinds of games. And then it felt like it was a good bridge between the Nintendo Let's Have Fun and then the Xbox Master Chief kind of world where it's more serious and there are more like guys will play it in college who are not nerds. (laughs) Yeah, even the like Doom and stuff, as much as it's super violent, still like nerd territory, I guess, right? A little bit, yeah. So like the people who made it were nerds, but they were like yes, a different they were. <laughs> they were a different kind of nerd. They were nerds that liked, I don't know, Alice in Chains and had long hair kind of nerds, like Metallica or something. Like a, a but all that stuff kind of crossbreeds. Yeah. You have like different varieties of outcast of what's the traditional cool and different uncool people made made games there's this weird there's still clicks of that today like absolutely people like, say that this type of game is for low iq and yeah low, like like typically they say like women are probably is the biggest kind of group when it comes to people who play games but then there's a question on okay what games are we talking and then it'll be like candy crush and it's like that's not a real game so that's just yeah. like stupid for dumb things or whatever and it's like all right well 
they're helping kind of keep the industry alive as well so atari back in the day was just like the hugest thing yeah it was like you can bring it home and i think people still think of atari like i mean it had its like you still see people would say atari for nostalgia reasons so it's interesting i forgot one thing that i i can't remember the story right now but it's just crazy atari had the ability to partner up with nintendo oh really and then they decided to say no we're not this is a blockbuster netflix situation isn't it yeah cool it said wow i found a thing that says remember when atari turned down nintendo and sega because i we had we were looking at different commercials for this and one of them was um one where it was a mario game but it was on the atari and it's focused on luigi and i just remember thinking when i watched that wait did that happen (laughs) um did they have mario on on the atari in some way um, but yeah, you're right. There's something on here that's pretty much just saying like Atari had its chance but kind of lost it. So yeah, Blockbuster it's Netflix. Just sad that it went down to like paying it, one eighth the price. Oh please. God. I oh, mean the the older system. Yeah, knowing us though, we would have bought it. <laughs> All right. So going back to our discussion on like cool and cute and PlayStation. Uh, I've just kind of really shoehorned uh, the segue Bad <laughs> into, rap. The, into the next thing. So let's play this next commercial. Every single day stress comes in every way and got no time for nobody. My style is rich, though bad and witch. We'll make a cake today that looks rich. Crack, crack, the egg into the bowl. Crack, 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 the egg into the bowl. Parappa the Rapper, the great new music video game. We're making us a cake that you've never seen before. Once you played it, you can't get it out of your head. The other day, I was called a little turkey. But I'm a chicken, got it? You beef jerky? PlayStation. I kind of miss that PlayStation noise. I you really stop- like that. Yeah, I like those. I think I like the PlayStation 2 one the best. Right. Though. Before we launch into it, I'm just going to briefly describe the commercial. It's an old man standing with a cane, rapping at you. He's rapping at the camera. <laughs> and it's intercut with a few elements of the Parappa game. So when Parappa, the rapper, is in the kitchen cooking and then the old man. So it's just back and forth in between scenes of the game and the old man's rapping angrily at you. It just looks weird because he's alone. There's few people in the background just kind of like in the park doing whatever they're doing. But How this much guy's did just they pay this man? He's standing in the middle of an empty area and just with his cane standing this, up and again, rapping this, about making a cake. This is really... I, I feel like I say it every time we cake. talk about this stuff, but this is very much of the era well, like, I, don't think, I guess you can't not say it because it's always going to be. Yeah, it's true. Of course. I guess you could say some of them. Oh, this was a trendsetter and ahead of its time. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like remember that, of its era. remember that episode that we really struggled with um, with that weird Mr. D guy. Hello, I'm Mr. Delicious, the new spokesman for Rack's restaurant. Like that was a weird moment um, that was ahead of its time. But this one was this one's just like you know i because it's playstation as well and i think playstation had an aesthetic kind of going on um and it feels like this could have been you know this feels visually tonally whatever in line with with a you know a crash bandicoot commercial yeah Yeah, it it feels it's it's right for what 
you know the what rap we're talking here it, the rap itself sounds kind of like a like a what are the a rap battle like rap battle diss tracks or something i kind of take back turkey i kind of take back what i said earlier about all of these commercials are bad and i said maybe not the last one this one's not good (laughs) this is i think uh with the characters themselves it's like cutish but the old man just doesn't do it yeah he sounds like a chicken himself kind of yeah, no, no. but he's really he, he's very aggressive. That's what I'm saying. Like, did they hire this man? He feels like a man they pulled off the street kind of thing. It's just very the whole thing's very weird. And and <laughs> it looks like an angry kind of crazy person screaming it. Yeah, he's he's just really aggressive and was mean. It, was it the weird like again the whole Gen X weirdness to? Yeah. Weird, Push that being weird i think so i think because okay uh you know how i mentioned earlier about old people doing rap and that was funny i feel like this is the old people doing rap but in a slightly alternative way like it, it's strange because the way he's rapping too he doesn't have the little you know like the atari one the kind of production value in the back it's just a man rapping in a park by himself um and I think that's kind of the the kind of look and style of it. It's kind of funny, but funny in a, you know, almost meanish way. I, I don't, it's, it's not like we're laughing with him. We're kind of a little bit laughing at him and it's weird. It's just kind of yeah, strange. Like at his expense because he's angrily screaming at you. Yeah. And I think for the other ones, when you see an old woman rapping, you're kind of like, ha ha ha. Oh, look at her. She's rapping and it's all a big fun. Like it's kind of a goof. Um, this one's just a bit weird. Um, but anyway, um, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about Parappa the Rapper for those of you who don't know who Parappa the Rapper is. So perhaps some of those rappers are like 60 something. So I mean, too weird now. Dr. Dre just had like a brain aneurysm. He's like 59 or something. Well, that's probably too old. I don't know. But yeah, the rappers that we know are all kind of old from that time. Um, Okay, so Parappa the Rapper. Parappa the Rapper is an interesting, weird game from 1996-97. And you play as a kind of dog, a rapping dog named Parappa, who is trying to, you know, date a flower (laughs) named Sunny Funny. So he goes through various kind of trials um, with an antagonist named Joe Chin, a rich dog, um, who is also trying to impress Sunny Funny. Uh, So, yeah, he goes through various kind of like levels, learning different raps and learning different things to kind of impress Sonny. Um, And then you as the player have to learn the rap. So you have to kind of play it properly in order for him to learn. So in one case, he has to learn how to drive. So he learns how to drive or it, it like in the commercial, it shows him cooking so in one of the sequences he needs to i think cook like a birthday cake or something like that um so he does so basically like you're in the commercial every rap is a challenge so you learn something to impress this girl and then at the very end um he invites her out to a club or something like that and then he raps on stage and he tells her he likes her so it was that's the end of the game. It was like a rhythm game where you had to press the buttons at the right time. And 
God those around. So it's kind of like uh, if you didn't have a giant pad in your house and you couldn't play Dance Dance Revolution, you played rhythm games like that. Yeah, or track and field. Um, if you didn't have those, these were fun. And these types of games were fun. And you would see them on like Mario. I don't know, actually. I felt like it was, it was so cutesy. It was like it was really cutesy, but it was rap and a bit interesting. So yeah, like it was age range. It wasn't for it wasn't for children. It was a little bit probably teenagers and twelve and stuff. I think it's so, too cutesy for teenagers, but then again, it's part Japanese. So. Yeah, it's part Japanese, know. and the way that they're dressed, and I think some of the stuff that they say is a little bit um, rude. Not rude, like proper rude, like dropping F-bombs and stuff, but more just kind of like rude, like stuff that you wouldn't want a child to encounter. So I think that was part of it that it wasn't... Because, like, you know, he's learning how to drive. This is kind of teenager-ish. It's, it's... It's a coming of age story of a dog. Of a dog, dog. who wants to date a flower. Um, so I think that's I think that's kind of who it was targeting. And one of the problems is at the end when it when it went to America, it was marketed completely to children, to like little kids, and they didn't really get it. So that's I think what? it needed to pivot to older people, older kids. I remember those commercials, but I don't remember it. Like the things look like kids, but I don't remember it being too kiddish. Yeah, it wasn't too kiddish. So I think they just initially started marketing it incorrectly in the US. So the way that the story or the way the thing kind of came about is there was a musician um, who hated appearing in music videos. <laughs> so he started getting more into like making games and things. So there were uh, he was working with like PlayStation. And one thing that I found kind of funny when I was reading about this was um, there were two divisions at Sony when it came to games for the PlayStation. And this game started development or started before the PlayStation kind of came out. But anyway, there were two. Um, one worked on popular genres and they were called Division Zero, which is cool. And then there was another. It sounds like a secret agent black site that like yeah. hunts aliens or something. We're part of the FBI. So they, they work on popular out. genres, which probably, I don't know, car games and stuff. And then um, the other uh division just did whatever so that's where parappa landed because that they- sounds kind of cool because it sounds like like the breeding ground of stuff that could work or be imitated later Ooh, it makes you wonder if that's where silent hill came where they were um i don't know i guess is the thing but yeah it could kind of create interesting things at the very least it created parappa the rapper which was a huge success so that was kind of interesting was it huge huge yeah it was a big it was a big success. that huge it was big enough but i don't think it was huge well, you I mean, didn't hear okay. people saying, "Oh, Parappa." Well, people still remember it, but I, yeah, it wasn't like Zelda or something. But it was, it was, yeah. it performed way better than they expected. So, this guy, uh, this Japanese fella, started working with um, another guy. So Matsura, I think, was his name. Started working with another guy named Greenblatt, Ronnie Greenblatt, who's an artist, and they worked together to kind of create this game and. It, it kind of took this weird little universe of this dog and various characters like a frog and onions. Parappa initially started <laughs> off looking like a shrimp. Um, it was all just weird stuff. And they wanted to do it paper, like they wanted to make it look like it was flat. So, and Parappa, apparently, is kind of a pun. So Parappa is a variant of the Japanese word for paper thin. So that was kind of a fun little thing that they did so oh how do uh, they say paper mario 
Papa, Papa Mario, Papa Mario. So we, so yeah, so they weren't quite sure how this was going to go because it wasn't a traditional game in the sense of RPG or you know FPS or kind of shoot 'em ups or whatever. Um, it just kind of fell in a weird universe of you press buttons. Is it an adventure game? Is it a skill game? Like what is it? But they ended up. Um, some people kind of argued. Uh, that it wasn't even a game um so you know that goes to show how we have these uh, perceptions of things that aren't true but whatever um long story short the game did really well it did well with critics people really loved it um it was just kind of new and interesting and a bit different um it was just unique and i think that was kind of fun about it i remember um, its sequel i think it came with a guitar right yeah so there was a sequel for this called um um jam um jam um, and that came out about a year or two later or two years later and it had new characters and it was more so about guitars, but it was like less so rapping. Um, and then eventually the guitar, out. right? I think so. Yeah. Or was it just the guitarist? Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking that other game. No, it's a guitarist. And I think it was the same gameplay. It was just, you know, the character was guitar. So it, was it wasn't a like guy. a precursor to a rock band or anything. No, no, I don't think so. And then there was another sequel, a proper sequel called pa Parappa the Rapper 2. And that was for the PlayStation 2. So there was talks of there going to be a mobile version of this, but ended up not happening or it's just, you know, in limbo in some way. Raps in so, are just cutesy, but... Yeah, it wasn't, right? it wasn't, it wasn't going to be serious. Like, that's the thing about it, too. I think they were catchy, I think, was part of it. It wasn't just like legend the, the raps that we've just heard i think they were kind of fun raps so you would probably kind of sing it a bit and i think people did kind of like rap it but not in a real way just kind of you know when something kind of gets stuck in your head i think it was yeah. that style of thing so they created kind of like catch tunes so yeah um so it was, it was i played it a little bit i think i played it once um but we didn't have this game so i'm not as familiar no. with it as a lot of the other games that we've kind of talked about in the past um, this was, uh, it looked fun. I think personally for me, I remember it appealing to me because it looked like a fun cartoon. Um, and that was probably its appeal to someone like me. And I think I was probably in the right age range when it came out, just a little, maybe a little too young, but just old enough to probably play this game and enjoy it. Um, but I wasn't going to be like, you know, a five-year-old playing this or something like that. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So Parappa, he's got a little bit of a legacy in the sense that he's remembered by our age group and people really enjoyed his <laughs> the game because it was unique. It was fun. It was kind of interesting. It had an anime in the early 2000s that ran for about 30 episodes that didn't come across to the US, I don't think. Um, so it had a little bit like Parappa was kind of a teenager thing. So it was kind of a fun thing in that way. So I think people loved Parappa for that um he kind of died and I don't think the sequels were successful and then he just never kind of came back into existence after that which was kind of weird um you would have thought because he was he performed so well that they would have done something a bit more with him but eh, I mean I guess that's just what kind of happens just with these types of things yeah but the main thing was is like and this kind of goes back into our initial conversation about rap hitting the mainstream this was definitely a mainstream a type of mainstream moment um because it introduced rap as something friendly for kids to 
you know, like or teenagers to like. So if teens really liked it, then, you know, they can like other kinds of rap that are far more sophisticated than this. <laughs> um, introduction was a rapping dog. Yeah. Who wore a beanie, um, who kind of had streetwear. I think that's what and made a it. Skateboard. I think that's what made it a little bit less. Um, it was just like a child. I think all the characters had like kind of streetwear or something like that. So that made it less for children. I it's just little markers like that that would indicate that it wasn't purely for like they should have put him in like one of those tony hawk games <laughs> yeah that would have worked um that was a fun game okay so i think we're done with all of them shall we go to the review section yes okay so least favorite of the ads i know which one mine is uh are we separated by ads or like the music oh this is tough okay um just ads let's just do the the traditional for now and then we can do a little chop into which one we would actually buy and which was the best song okay um let me see the just best best overall ad okay least favorite of these least favorite i yeah. guess the legend of zelda one because it's just it was a mess <laughs> it had some some nerds, some what sorta coolish jean jacket kid, and some really flat rap. Yeah, I was like who is this appealing to? Why is there a super nerd? It Why not just have some the- average kids and then like hip and cool rap? So for me, this one's definitely my least favorite. Like, if only for just this one thing, it made Zelda look boring. It made Zelda look boring, which just means you failed in an ad so that's as much as yeah. i'm going to say about that one for me but the legend is zelda in a rap why no we're Mario not getting into better this. as a rap why like medieval we're not getting into this we've already tried to figure out the details around this and it's just not going to happen for us so rap pg what's your second favorite second favorite yeah my second favorite would be i guess the uh i guess the the old man because the trope of the old people doing young hip thing is like, I don't know when it's ever been that funny to me. It's never been funny. <laughs> but he's like yelling at you, screaming at you. It's antagonistic. Verbally antagonistic to you. He, the end, he looks at the camera all angry at you, rapping, calling you a turkey to the yeah to the rap of what's in the game. But it's like, what are you talking about? I think think the same thing and it's the whole 90s weirdness for weirdness um okay what it's it was i wouldn't say the 90s was weirdness for weirdness i think so it it, later got memorable because you got a weird old it's memorable because you got a weird old man and a dog game so it's like what is this commercial i think this one is also my second um pretty much for those reasons like i like parappa and i like when it shows me the gameplay and i think that's kind of fun i think the rap is slightly better than the legend of zelda one and it's just a bit more fun in that way um it's weird i'm not so keen on the old man um so just kind of those little things would make it my second which means the top is the 50 dollar atari the fun is back um yeah because 
it's the most descriptive of it. it's like hey look you get to play these games and look at that sin and it has a thing and and the kids themselves look really into it they're like oh look at that i'm playing the freaking game and then yeah. his his spectators come in like whoa too yeah. so it looks like yeah i want to buy this for the commercial itself that's exactly it for me like there's just a lot of fun going on in this commercial i, I don't even remember the rap that much to be honest it's back but- um, I feel like the commercial's just fun, even though it's really old games. Um, the kids look like they're enjoying themselves. It's showing me the many games that the Atari can house. It's showing me, you know, you can enjoy it with your friend, even your dad or I don't know, this older man, whoever he is, your uncle, um, will enjoy this. So I think that's why I like this commercial a lot more. I feel like within a short frame, it gives you all you need to know about the Atari and it's fun. So I, I can't even think of the rap. Like the rap isn't even that dreadful for me to be like, ugh, I hate this. I mean, I think all of them have bad rap. Like yeah. all, all the rap is terrible in this. So, you know, we're talking, we're talking, we're low, we're in the low bars here. Um, okay. So now we have two more questions to answer here and they won't take long. Which of these would you buy? So of from these commercials, would you buy Zelda, would you buy the Atari, or would you buy Parappa based off of the commercial and what they're trying to sell you? I guess the Atari, it's saying this thing that was expensive is now $50, what, like $100? Yeah. So, <laughs> and it comes okay, with Hey, I'm going to play with that. Why not? And yeah. the presentation of it was the best to me. Those, the, the nail on the head on that, oh, I think that, like, but it's, back. it's better presented and... Yeah, in terms of cheapness, yeah, they just kind of put it out there in front of your face. Bit desperate, but at the same time, I'm usually a late adopter, so I would have bought that at that time anyway. The other ones are just a wrap with them showing the stuff. Well, the I mean, I mean like, what is that? The two things that they have going against them is that this isn't like a full-blown system with tons of games. They're trying to show you one product that doesn't have exactly. many features just- in it snippets of the gameplay like what am i supposed to do with this well i mean it just makes me wonder not i want to buy it well i would say parappa does a better job because i enjoy seeing the characters and what they're doing like i think that's a much better game like i if if the atari one wasn't here i would definitely have picked parappa um if it maybe was another game i don't know because like i think it showcases the colors in a fun way the old man is actually the detrimental part for me the gameplay actually looks fun because there's a lot of stuff happening in the gameplay. So when you're showing the gameplay in a nice way, that's when you're like, ooh, I would be interested in buying this. I think what the Atari has over these things is general presentation overall. The commercial, I think, presents its case well. But, you know, it also has multiple games to choose from. So they're not just harping on one game. And they're so- stop motioningly moving along. Yeah, so I think that's that's kind of we're we're dealing with like a different animal when it comes to that. But if we saw this in one block, like we were sitting in front of the television watching cartoons, and then these came up, I'd wa- I'd probably be much more like, oh, I want the Atari. Yeah. Okay, so bonus question: Which was the best rap? I would say the Atari as well. I like the drum machine. It reminds me of the late '80s rap that I kind of listened to, and it also kind of reminds me of that annoying. 1989 little monsters rap <laughs> i feel like i have to I just think really like that drum machine I, I think so i'm gonna say atari as well i think maybe parappa could i feel like i have to listen to it again that old man really ruins it um but again just on okay. the face of it i think just on the face of it i would probably pick the atari one as well the drum machine and the scratchings i like the best 
yeah, it, it, it helps it versus <laughs> everything else that's going on. Um, okay, well, that's it for this episode. Um, that was really enjoyable, even though we were listening to bad rap the entire time. Not like I'm a rap connoisseur in any way, but Jesus. But what, as far as like video game music, like there's how many famous ones are there? Like the Super Mario Brothers thing. Like what's the last famous song that appeared? The only like video game music that people can name is like what the Super Mario Brothers theme. I'm just saying as far as long as video games have been around, what's the last one that you can say is like well-known <laughs> song? That's tough because it's like that everybody knows. I'm not quite certain. Everything's just so diffused now because like you could probably say like Fortnite, something from there is really famous and memorable. Yeah, but but like, a lot I'm of not them, in that demographic, so I can't. Original. They don't have original stuff. It's like they a lot of them have like uh, like licensed music now that they can. The, the industry is huge and they can buy it. I don't know. For something to cut through everything, it has to be like a a behemoth because not everything big within i don't know yeah i mean i can't I think of anything it. off the top of my head like if we're talking about zelda and mario like they kind of had a monopoly at the time like every single person if you wanted games this is all you were looking at like there was nothing else to look at yeah and you can see like mario fruit commercial fruit uh gummy worms and then they play the theme so i guess everyone would know that that's the only way i could think of that's super mainstream yeah i mean i feel like there's probably something like zelda definitely there's some things that people will remember the song but i think i think mario just came at the right time to be able to do that um all right so thank you everyone for listening in if you subscribe to us then that's really cool so if you already subscribe tell your friends if you haven't subscribed then just subscribe already um we're on spotify and google and apple so and podcast addict and a whole bunch of different ones so just type in retro ad review on google and you can find us pretty much on any podcast network. being retro ad should we like put out for like cassette tapes and cds and stuff no <laughs> okay so i think yeah the other point is we're on facebook and instagram and um we will be polling which well, it depends on when you hear this, but when this thing is released, which rap is the better rap? And you guys can let us know which is the better rap um, because we have our views, but your views might be completely different. So make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for that. And I think that's it. Um, we'll be back soon with another set of ads to talk about and to share some cool info about things you never knew about these things. And that's it. All so, right. Bye, everybody. You enjoyed it, everybody. Bye. Bye.